Hello, and welcome back to Wellness Before Weight Loss. I am your coach, Jen. I'm here to help you guide yourself up Weight Loss Mountain with a hell of a lot easier journey. So if you know, if you tried, I'm sure you're here listening in, you've probably tried to lose weight, maybe you've lost weight and have not been successful in keeping it off, or maybe you haven't been able to lose the weight that you wanted to. And I'm here to help make that journey easier for you. I'm a pre-weight loss coach, <laughs> which is weird, right? It's a weird niche, it's a weird thing to be doing, but I think it's so critical. Um, and if you're new here, new to me, my journey started over eight years ago. And I call it the day that stuck, it was early November 2015 when I started my first, you know, successful weight loss journey. I lost 60 pounds after having a kid and I have kept it off now for eight years. So that makes me part of the 2% of people who have successfully had a large weight loss um, success story, <laughs> brain fart. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to help people do as well. So I'm helping you if you have a weight loss goal, I want to help you get there easier and make you a part of that success in your own way. And to do so, I've been outlining these last five episodes, the five steps, uh, stepping stones in the wellness before weight loss program. So this is my six signature six month program where uh, we work one on one for six months. We have two calls a month and Voxer support, which is like a voice and texting app um, in between with coaching and support and guidance to help you pave the way for a successful weight loss journey. Towards the end of our six months, I help you pick out which weight loss program works best for you and you have all the tools that you need to be successful. So in this last episode for the um, the stepping stones of wellness before weight loss, we're going to talk about thinking ahead. So as you know, as I talked about in the boundaries and communication episode, last episode, um, this is one of the more like macro things, it's a skill that you have to build versus an action that you need to do. Um, and with that skill does come some action. So I'm going to kind of lie, line out what what I think you need to be successful um, in order to lose weight. And part of that, it really is being, is thinking ahead, having a plan. So I mentioned it a little bit in the nutrition episode, um, the stepping stone two, talking about you need to have a plan for how you eat and the overarching thing in general for successful weight loss. And I think honestly, just like a more joyful, less reactionary life is thinking ahead and getting out of reaction mode. That's the goal. We have so many decisions to make each day. We have so many people depending on us. We have so many things that need to get done. And the more that you can think ahead and do that thinking in bulk versus in the moment, the better it will be. And the more energy you'll have, the more battery you'll have left over to do the things that are required for you to lose weight. It's a lot of energy, my friends. And I want to give you, I want to help you create that battery so that when you are choosing your weight loss journey and you're beginning to do the work to, to lose weight, you actually have that time and energy to do so. You can't just jump in cold turkey. You can't have this momentary hair up your ass, be in your bonnet excitement, download the app, assign it for the program, and then get started and have success. It rarely works. And so that's where really this thinking ahead skill comes in. And we help, I help you learn that in our six month journey together in wellness before weight loss. So the, the goal of this thinking ahead thing is getting out of reaction mode. So you need to, and I, I don't always say need, I'm really like selective when I tell you that you need to do something, but these are things, so you got to listen up when I'm saying you need to do something, it's really important. And one of those things is you need to have some sort of a family meeting each week where you are sitting down, you are going through your calendar day by day. I've created a lot of really good structures around this with my family sync and my um, weekly success plan tools that I give clients to use. 
But if you're not choosing to join the program, I want to give you a little bit of, of material as well to do. So the I want you to have some sort of a family meeting, sitting down. And really the, the meat of that is a few things. The first one is just literally going through your calendar day by day. Not saying, oh, the week looks pretty busy. Okay, great. Week's pretty easy. That's where most people stop. What I want you to be doing is to having a family meeting and have anyone who has a calendar and has appointments on calendars and meetings and things, I want you to be sitting down and going day by day. And then based on that, the goal of that is to not only just express like, oh, crap, I forgot that, you know, can you pick up the kid on Tuesday night or whatever? That's kind of like the, the preliminary stuff that will happen during that meeting. But then secondarily, it's to get a pulse of the day and to be like, ooh, that feels like a really busy day. So most likely then when we get into these next planning pieces, you're going to then adjust what you're doing and how you're doing it based on that planning of the day. So the first thing you want to do, sit down with your family each week, pull out your calendars and go day by day, catch any curveballs that may not have been expressed or they may have not looked at the calendar, whatever that is. And then you get a pulse for the day. Monday looks pretty open. Tuesday's pretty busy. Hey, this whole week is like actually like really open. This is awesome. Or hey, this whole week's kind of a shit show and like we are like booked to the gills, right? You get that pulse. And then I need you to make a meal plan. Again, if you go back to the nutrition episode, it's not with like tiny Amazon containers of perfectly portioned food. A meal plan is literally just sitting down and thinking about what are we going to eat? Who's going to make it? Where do we need to get groceries from? And that's really why doing the calendar overview first is crucial because you may be like, oh, I'm going to make this new like recipe thing. And then you don't anticipate that Tuesday is completely booked and you don't have time to go get groceries or get the fresh things that you need, or you won't even have the energy to make that thing. And so you'll just end up defaulting to pizza, which is not a bad thing, but it's predictable, right? So when you do your family meeting and you go over the calendar, you're like, hey, this is a really busy day. Cool. Now let's make our meal plan. So maybe Tuesday night we do takeout. Okay, what are we going to get? What number do you want me to order? Da, 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 da. You have then shut down that decision and that tab in your brain and freed that up for all the other important decisions that you need to be making besides what's for dinner, right? This is also where when you're making a meal plan, you can get family buy-in. So you can really be like, hey, you know, what do you want to eat? How are we eating? What are your dietary needs? And, and you can then express your dietary needs. Like, hey, I need to add some more veggies this week. Or, hey, I need additional protein. And you can add that into your meal plan ahead of time versus sitting there thinking about it, wishing your husband had made more vegetables, realizing it was just one can of green beans and there's none left for you and you're for sure not going to get your veggie goal. That's not the vibe. We're not trying to do that. So you're getting the vibe of the day, the pulse of the day, and then you are making a meal plan based on that that supports your nutritional goals, right? The next thing is your exercise plan. So again, you have the vibe of the day, you have your meal plan planned out. And now you're going to decide when and where you're going to exercise, how long you're going to do it for. Um, some people can get away with, like for me, like, you know, my exercise plan does not involve anyone in my family because I can do it when it's not impacting Ryan. Um, Zeke's already off at school. And so I can hit my workout class. I don't really need to consult with other people. Um, but my husband does know. It's on my calendar when I work out. And he knows that I work out 730, Monday through Friday. Um, and then, but sometimes on the weekends, I do want to work out. I look at the workout, I'm like, oh, that looks really great. Or, you know, maybe I missed a Tuesday, so I want to get an extra workout in on the weekend. And that's really where I, I tell him, hey, Tuesday, I have a doctor's appointment, so I can't do my workout. I really want to work out Saturday morning. The workout's at 8 o'clock. Um, is there anything going on in the morning that would prevent that? And that's a conversation. Again, instead of me hoping and praying and wishing, or me not expressing that, getting up to leave and having like, wait, where are you going? I have an appointment at 9. I can't do that, right? So it's getting the vibe of the day, making a meal plan, and then making an exercise plan. 
And then you might have other things too, right? You might have kids' sports. You might have other commitments that you're a part of. So you're talking about all of that during this family meeting. That is a big part of thinking ahead and getting out of reaction mode. So many of the fires that you make in your life are completely predictable if you had just found a time to communicate. And again, I want you to break the rules. So when I'm giving you timelines and like, you know, once a day, once a week, whatever, on Sundays, like if, if, you're, if your brain automatically goes to wanting to follow the rules and you're like, but Jen, on Sundays I can't because my husband works or I can't because we have soccer practice every Sunday. Fine. Do it on Tuesday. Do it on Thursday. <laughs> I don't care when you do these things. Break the rules. I'm just putting in some, some general structure for what generally works with my clients is sometime on the weekends, but not all. That doesn't mean that you don't do a family meeting. You have to still do the family meeting and make a meal plan and make an exercise plan. And so... Think about what works best for your family. Um, and I promise you that when you start doing this, you will be, again, out of reaction mode. You'll be predicting curveballs. It'll be so much better back to the last stepping stone, boundaries and communication. You can communicate your needs during these family meetings a lot more clearly versus if you don't have these family meetings, you will then be asking for things in the nooks and crannies of time, most likely inappropriate times. Like for me, my usual MO prior to this kind of, prior to thinking ahead and getting out of reaction mode was my husband would be sitting down to relax, watching something on disc golf TV or or watching something, watching the Vikings play. And that's when I would decide was the prime time to ask if I could work out on Saturday. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm just sitting and I'm watching the Vikings. Like, why are we talking about this? Cue argument, cue frustration, cue resentment. If you have a set time each week, you can say, hey, I want to talk about this and let's talk about it on Sunday during our family meeting, right? You have a place to talk about the things that are on your mind versus dropping them at really inopportune times that almost always either you won't be heard or you'll start an argument and it'll just be frustrating. Tell me you've been there because I know I'm not alone. <laughs> so when you are done with kind of that deciding stuff, you put it on the calendar. So put that workout on the calendar, put the meal plan, what are you eating on the calendar? Whatever, again, whatever calendar system you use, um, we are a Google family, Ryan has a calendar, I have a calendar, we share meetings that are important. So anything to do with Zeke, we'll do a, a meeting invite. Um, our meal plan, Ryan writes out, Ryan does the majority of our cooking. And so he will write it out on the whiteboard on our fridge so that Zeke and I can kind of see what the meal plan is. Um, and yeah, and that's the biggest thing. So, and, and this is a part of under the thinking ahead, getting out of reaction mode. It is the, the, the reason why you're doing this is to anticipate barriers, small and big, communicate that plan, and you're also thinking about future you. What makes her life the easiest? And most likely, it's not in reaction mode. It's not in the moment thinking and just defaulting to pizza or defaulting to skipping your workout again because you didn't tell your husband that he needed to pick up the kids tonight, right? That is not thinking of future you. That is really the biggest skill and the reason why we're doing the thinking ahead is to get you out of reaction mode, reduce that stress, and really do the habits and actions that you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to eat better, you need to have a plan. If you say you're going to work out more, you need to express that plan and to make a plan for it. If you say that you're going to sleep more consistently in longer hours, you need to make a plan for that. It, these things don't just happen. And I think that's, you know, as I end this episode and this last Stepping Stone 5, that's the biggest mistake that people make that is so preventable is that we, we underestimate the lifestyle change and the change in our lives that this is going to take, that weight loss is going to take. And we think, and then what happens is we shame ourselves for not doing the things because we didn't do the prereq. We didn't do the pre-homework. We didn't do the things that need to be done in order to create these habits that then create weight loss. And this is where you, my friend, if you've listened to all five of these episodes, you are ahead of the curveball, ahead of the game. You are already on your way to success with weight loss when you put these things into practice, okay? 
So a couple of other bonus things I'll give with you under the stepping stone, the thinking ahead, the getting out of reaction mode. Um, the first thing is planning for holidays, planning for travel, planning for, you know, if you have like an away game with your kids sports thing, um, is not just letting that happen. Think about it the same way as you will think of your family meeting. Hey, if you're traveling, what's your nutrition goal? How are you going to get better sleep? What's your movement and exercise? What boundaries do you need to communicate with the people that you're traveling with? What things do you need to bring along with you? You're thinking ahead. So you're not a victim to your circumstances. There's nothing that drives me more crazy with clients and seeing people struggling with weight loss who play the victim role when really it's just about thinking ahead a little bit and getting the skill set to create boundaries and communicate those boundaries and what you need to realize you have needs. If you were choosing to lose weight, you have a lot of needs of things that need to get done and things that need to stop being done in order to lose weight. And so when you're thinking ahead, you're able to say that in a much more clear space. You're in your prefrontal cortex versus your reptilian amygdala brain, and you're able to do it more calmly with more presence. And the, the last thing I'm going to say is when you are thinking ahead and you're making these plans, you're having your family meeting, you're making your meal plan, you're doing your exercise plan, all this stuff, you're thinking ahead of family travel, you're expressing your boundaries, all this stuff, I want you to be realistic. I don't want you to be going for the gold star. And again, even with all these tools underneath your belt, all these habits you're developing to set yourself up for, for failure because you're going too hard too soon, right? So when you're making that meal plan, if currently you're not eating any vegetables regularly, you don't want to go ha- to having vegetables every single meal. It's just not going to happen. Or if you're not eating that much protein, you don't want to go to all of a sudden slamming four protein shakes a day. It's just not going to be sustainable. So think about all of these stepping stones as also stepping stones, right? So you're not going to jump across to the other bank of the river because you're going to end up flailing with no floaties. These stepping stones are your floaties to get you over to your weight loss goal without drowning, right? Dramatic. I know it's a very dramatic analogy, but we're going to go with it. And so in this thinking ahead and getting out of reaction mode, I want you to, when you're thinking ahead, be thinking realistically, right? Set the bar maybe a little bit lower, especially if you're like me, I'm an Enneagram 3, I'm a high achiever, I'm very driven. I like to be like, I see where I want to be and I'm going to be there tomorrow. And that has burned me so many times. When I take a second and go, I see where I am, I see where I want to be, and this is the next logical step, which is not where I want to be, but it gets me closer to where I want to be. That's part of that thinking ahead and being realistic with it and realizing this is, again, a lifelong journey. Anyone who is bullshitting you and giving you a quick fix, a 10, lose 10 pounds, whatever, you ain't going to be able to maintain that 10-pound weight loss if you're not doing these habits behind the scenes and for the rest of your life. And so there's no fault. There's no harm. It's actually better for you to think about where am I at right now? Where do I want to be? And what's the next easiest step to get there? And then you build from there and you keep building and you keep building. And before you know it, these steps, these habits just become who you are. And I can tell you as a person saying, yes, these things are who I am. I sleep well. I focus on my nutrition and my food mindset. I move my body regularly. I express my boundaries and I communicate extremely well. And I think ahead. I'm always thinking ahead, anticipating curveballs. I'm getting out of reaction mode. As someone who's on the other side of this, life is so fucking good. It's not great. It's not ponies and rainbows all the time. But it's so much better than it was when I was not well slept and I wasn't paying attention to nutrition. I was giving into my emotions and eating like shit. I wasn't moving my body and making up all the excuses and not anticipating what it would take to get a regular movement pattern in my life. I didn't know how to express boundaries. I wasn't communicating clearly. There was resentment between Ryan and myself and myself and people who were standing in the way of my goals who I hadn't created boundaries and better communication with. 
And I was in reaction mode constantly. I was constantly feeling like I was on my heels and it sucked. And I knew that I had a better, bigger life to live. And part of that better, bigger life was my weight loss journey. But more importantly, it was about these five steps, what it taught me to do and become, which has bled into my entire life, my entire life for the jobs that I've had, for the career that I've created, my marriage, my parenting, all of these things, these five steps have made me a better gen. Not only have they helped me lose a significant amount of weight and keep it off, but they've just made life better. And that's what I want for you. And if you want that too, let's talk. Wellness Before Weight Loss is built for people like you who are ready to take the steps it takes to get into a weight loss mode sustainably long-term for the rest of your life and to literally just feel better and to have a happier you. So reach out. You can find me on Instagram, Jen Johnson Coaching. You can find my website, jenjohnsoncoaching.com. On the website, there is the Wellness Before Weight Loss page. Uh, When you get there, you can go and click on that website and you'll see there's a few options to contact me. So um, one of them is a 30-minute discovery call. We can hop on a Zoom and chat. Uh, Otherwise, there are ways on Instagram, Facebook, email, all of that. And if you're like, you know, Jen, I've heard enough. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready to pull the trigger. I'm going to put myself first. I'm super excited to start my wellness before weight loss journey. Just message me that. I'll get you the payment link and we can get started as soon as you are able to schedule a call with me. And I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. And again, not a begging, not a borrowing, not a pleading, but hey, the best way you can support me It's obviously like hanging out with me, becoming a one-on-one client because I want to support you too. But the second best way is by sharing all this stuff. And so share it with your book club, share it with your gym folks, share it with your family thread, share it with whatever, whoever, all the people that you think need to hear this information. Share the podcast, share my posts, like things and comment on social media. It means so much. Thank you so much for being a part of my universe. I can't tell you how grateful I am for you and I will see you on the next episode.